Hey, it's good to be back with you. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we had a great Easter day. I want to tell you about that. Great attendance, uh, baptisms that day. We we're excited about that. We're glad to be back with you as always. We pray we're a blessing to you. You are uh, probably going to go into what now? Because we were in our series in Easter called I Am Series. And it's the I Am Statements of Jesus in the Gospel of John. So you're going to say, what now? Well, we're going to be working toward um, um, Ascension Day, which is in May. I believe it's Thursday, May the 26th. And we're going to try to honor that. I'll be leading you to honor that. A lot of times we don't pay attention to the Ascension, uh, that the Lord lived for 40 days on the earth after the resurrection, and then the Ascension. And then we're going to focus on Pentecost, which is the the move of the Holy Spirit with the church. And that's uh, that's in the weekend of June. I believe it's June the 5th. And uh, we're going to be working toward that between now. So you're asking what now? Where are we going to go now? I'm going to encourage you and give you hopefully things to give you a good spiritual rhythm uh, with the Father and um, see how all that works out, okay? And hope you're challenged by that. We're going to be using the verse today is Acts 28, 31. Proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with full boldness and without hindrance is what he wrote. And uh, this is about Paul proclaiming the kingdom, teaching the things of the Lord Jesus, doing it boldly and doing it without hindrance. Let's pray together. Father, help me uh, be a plain preacher today so plain that a child will understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit and your word of knowledge you give to me to speak to a person or their situation. If you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, you look at all of us, uh, people listening or watching or both, and uh, in that uh, you see all of us, but you see me differently. I'm a teacher. I'm your preacher. And uh, within that, uh, there is a great and a more strict judgment on my life, and I know that, and I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. So in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Amen. Uh, I'm going to be giving out to our church uh, a little booklet called the Apostles Code. Now, you can look this up. It's called the Apostles Code. You can go to Amazon and order it. It's just a booklet about the Holy Spirit and how he moved in the lives of people. And it really, even through the book of Acts, uh, but it's, it's, it's how people listen to the Holy Spirit and are able to be able to, to move and proclaim the kingdom. Four things in Acts 28, 31 that we're going to pay attention to. Proclaiming the kingdom of God, teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus, having boldness, and then the major focus is going to be without hindrance. And I really want to encourage you on this one because this is where a lot of us uh, have our fear and our fear of failure. Um, proclaiming the kingdom of God, you need to know what the kingdom of God is. It's not turf. It's not our Hope Church campus here. It's not that at all. We, we have 100 acres here. You know, we had the foresight to buy 100 acres. And uh, I got to just tell you a little, little, little ditty that was just a blessing to me. You all know I'm an avid outdoorsman. I have an outdoor ministry called Rev Outdoors, and I did outfitting. Um, and introducing people to the outdoors uh, through hunting, not that much of a fisherman, but through uh, duck hunting and deer hunting and, and also turkey hunting. And uh, we, we had three services last Sunday, four if you count our online service on Easter Sunday. So our, our sunrise service started at seven. We have part of it inside 
And then we go out back outside. It's beautiful. Sun's coming up. And there's a lot of farmland between where we are and the river. Uh, if you go back some of these gravel roads, a lot of farmland. Um, so uh, while we were getting ready, and even in our, in our Easter sunrise service, a big old turkey gobbled back there. And I just said, boom, hallelujah to that. And then there was another gobble, and then one came out into our land and started strutting around. And I just took that, that God loves me, that God favors me on that. But uh, we, have a, we, we have 100 acres here, okay? And I uh, just wanted to give you that little story about that. But this turf and dirt is not a picture of the kingdom of God. It's not just a geographical place or a waypoint or something to survey uh, when it comes to looking at land. The kingdom of God is in our hearts, is in our hearts. That's where it is. Where does, where does, where does he rule? He rules our hearts and our minds. You know that we would love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind and strength. <clears throat> and it's in us. The kingdom of God is in us. And <clears throat> the, the key today, even to this sermon, and really a lot of the other sermons, not really going to get you into a series, but it's helping to develop a good spiritual rhythm in you uh, of just staying and keeping your focus on where it needs to be. So the first thing we're going to be focusing on is uh, throughout these days, Ascension Day, even to uh, Pentecost, the Holy Spirit Day, is uh, proclaiming the kingdom of God. Second, teaching about Jesus. Third, everything is wrapped around teaching about Jesus. Third, doing it with boldness, getting a little edgy. Now, I don't mean edgy as far as making somebody mad, just creative in ways that you proclaim the gospel to people. I'll be giving you some in my own life here in a little bit. And to do it without hindrance. This is where I'm really going to focus today is to really encourage you on how the gospel of Jesus Christ really is an unhindered gospel. Uh, two ways we do that here at Hope Church. One is the Hope Arrow. You're going to hear it a lot. Uh, H is have spiritual conversation. The O is open the scriptures, predominantly the gospels. The P is pray and listen to the Holy Spirit. The E is eat with people, engage with people. And then the arrow means that God sends you. We want you to get that done in a week. That's a weekly focus. But daily, do the big five, which, which is uh, every day. Find a, find a way to worship every day. Find a way of fellowship every day. Get into God's word, discipleship, and let his word get into you. Every, every day, find yourself in some kind of ministry. And every day, find a creative way to be able to share your faith. Uh, we, where do we get this? And this is daily. The big five is daily. We get this from the book of Acts. Is where we're able to get this. Now, here's what this does. This is not designed to be a brand so that you can just have it. And yes, we have this stuff on t-shirts and, and everywhere else. Uh, but the, the key to this is to help develop a good rhythm, a good spiritual rhythm in your life where you enjoy being with the Father. You can't wait to set aside time to be with the Father. And uh, it, it just seems like here in Kentucky, I'm just going to tell you, be honest with you, it becomes very difficult to get people to spend time alone with the Father. You'd rather be in a group than be in a Father. I'm not against groups. You need to hear that. I'm not against, I have several groups 
of which I am a part of and lead. But my point is, he really instructs us to go be alone with him and the father who sees you in secret to be with him in secret. And he, he sees you and see, he will reward you in secret as well. So we want to get a good rhythm to this. This spiritual rhythm is going to take you to heights you've never seen in your life spiritually. You've never felt in your life. Uh, I want you connected with the father that he is getting creative in and through you. Um, it's important to see that, that he is working through us and there's he's just filled with creativity on things he's given you the gifts he's given you uh, i'm going to challenge you in these from now to june uh to to tap into his spiritual gifts he's given you and what you're doing well i want that rhythm going that's what i sense as a pastor to teach it to model it that uh, that rhythm is going Remember, there's all kinds of gadgets out there and ideas, but it, it, it all comes back to people reaching people. Just you being open to who God's leading you to. Uh, with Philip, it was one person. Of course, there was many more, but one time he called him away from a revival just for one person. It, it, it is people reaching people. It's engaging with people. And you're going, hey, preacher, where do I start? Great question. I'm glad you asked it. You start where you, where you live and you work and you play, just in those areas alone. So as I told you, I was going to focus on uh, all these things but f from now to June, but I'm really going to focus on without hindrance today to encourage you, um, and that's going to be our focus here today. So last verse in, in, Acts, in the book of Acts, uh, I was mentored by a man by the name of John Paul Hill. Um, Dr. Paul Hill was a great teacher, New Testament teacher, uh, who was influenced by a man named Frank Stagg. And uh, Frank Stagg is probably well known for his commentary on the book of Acts. And he named it the unhindered gospel. In uh, the end of Acts, the very last verse of Acts really becomes the theme of Acts. Uh, I want to go back to the very part, chapter 1 and, and, and Acts 1, where Jesus said, you will be my witnesses in, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the world. And they take that all through the book of Acts. And then we go to the last verse. And it is that uh, they went to all these areas and the gospel went without hindrance. Um, and we're gonna get a, hopefully a beautiful picture of this. The, the, gospel, the, the gospel went through social barriers. And in those social barriers are political barriers. Uh, there's economic barriers. There are language barriers. There, there are all kinds of different barriers uh, that are there. And, and, and a lot of these were used to shut down the, the movement or the advancement of the kingdom of God and the gospel of Jesus. And I want you to know that the gospel was unhindered in that. It pushed through every one of those barriers. Um, I want to encourage her. I want you to see the gospel as being unhindered. It's an unhindered gospel. It will not be stopped. Do you hear me? The church of Jesus Christ is indestructible. We're going to see that here in just a moment. Uh, but I want to encourage you as you spend time with the Father, and two strategies we stress are the hope arrow and the big five. Why do we do that? So that you'll get a good spiritual rhythm and you'll spend time with the Father, and the Father will awaken the gifts that He's given you. 
And not only not only that, but it it's going to those creative juices of how you you alone are going to connect with people. Uh, how are you going to be able to do that? And how the power of the kingdom is there for you? And how you are going to go through these barriers? Because a lot of you thinking I, 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 I'm I'm going to fail. Um, you got a fear of failure. I just want you to know my encouragement to you today is that the gospel is an unhindered gospel. It can't be stopped, okay? And I want you to see that and live in that. Um, I've been saying this in 1994 when I moved here uh, from Russell County. Julie and I are from Camelsville. But I, we got into these numbers early on when I was here, and they've gone up. Uh, recently, there uh, was a... A, a meeting in Lexington with pastors with some um, evangelistic strategy, what they were going to do, looking at what. And so I got a phone call from one of those pastors, actually a text, uh, while they were in that meeting, and they looked at our area, uh, Franklin and Anderson County, and they were coming up with uh, 88 to 90% of our area is not connected to the church. Uh, now, it doesn't mean they haven't been, uh, which refers to some people as they've been to church and they've moved away from it. They're referred to as the de-churched. Um, so that leaves 10 to 12% of our area is attending church on a given Sunday morning and considered faithful attenders. And uh, when I first came here, that number, they were low 80s. Uh, 82% was the numbers I was getting from demographic studies, and uh, they've they've climbed in these number of years, and they're continuing to climb. Um, I I don't want to say that I hope church is doing well. We're doing well in some practical ways, but here's what happens. If we're not careful, all of our churches in this area are going to be after the 10 and 12%. Uh, we're, we're just after people who are already connected. We're not after the disconnected, the 88 or the 90%. Their lives are messy. A lot of them have tried everything in the world. Uh, a lot of them have, have jumped from several different belief systems in their life. And uh, I, I want to challenge you, as you spend time with the Father, and you get that good spiritual rhythm going with Him, and you, your heart, and I use the word rhythm because your heart is beating in rhythm with his. That's the whole goal. And I hope you hear that. I hope you feel that in this sermon today. The, the reason we do the Hope Arrow and the reason we do the Big Five is so that we have a really good spiritual focus and that we're in rhythm. We got a good spiritual rhythm, but we're matching. The rhythm is we're matching the heartbeat of our Heavenly Father. Uh, so you're going, well, Brother Jeff, do you want to do you want to not fool with the 10 or 12%? No. I want us to mature the 10 and 12%. But I want us to go connect with the 88 to 90% of our people that are there. I want to take you to 1 Corinthians 4.20. It says, uh, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, which we do too much of. Okay? I think we huddle up and do way too much talking. This is about action. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power, absolute power, and walking in that, which makes it, if you walk in that, it makes the gospel an unhindered gospel, that it absolutely can't be stopped. So I want to encourage you. 
to be with the Father, good spiritual rhythm, right? And the rhythm is in our heart is beating in, in rhythm with His. And then we find and let Him uh, create in us and awaken in us creative ways to reach other people. I want you to move from ideas to action. That's a Robert Coleman statement. We're moving from having ideas to absolute action. Ideas are that talk part that I just gave you in 1 Corinthians 4.20. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk or getting together and talking about it. It's a matter of power and putting that in action. For me, I feel God calling me to uh, mix and mingle with people in the business world because I, I personally believe the marketplace is the next place of the great movement of God. And um, I've, I, I'm, I'm meeting with people already, uh, creating groups, and uh, designing those groups. In the, and I'll just give you one out of several. Recently, I prayed over the House of Representatives in Frankfurt. I think it was latter in March, the end of March. And I was there, and a lot of people I know in the House and the Senate, but I was in the House, and I got there early, and I saw people that had baptized, that had pastored, uh, or that are serving us in those capacities, people that I know really, really well. And uh, they came to me, and they said, uh, listen, we, we need to do something next session. And I, I knew what that meant. So even as we speak right now, I'm working and, and I will finalize it in December, which will come around soon enough. But I'm finalizing that in December to the point of uh, creating something for people in the House and the Senate, because we're, we're in Frankfurt and we're just a few miles away, of a place for them to come one night a week where we could give them a meal possibly and just sit down and challenge them with the, with the kingdom of God. Uh, I, I, I text several of them all the time during their weeks here. Uh, thankful for your service. Remember, you're making decisions, not just for the commonwealth, but for the kingdom of God. And I see God moving me to do that. Do you see what I'm saying? And I, I'm not asking the church to put it together. I'm going to put it together. You're going, well, Jeff, you're the pastor of the church. Well, forget that. That's just what God is stirring in my heart. He's, he may be asking you to put some things together that are gonna be great encouragement to people, and then you see the exponential effect of that, how it grows and the ripple effect that happens in that. And another one for me is I am a praying man, but he's called me to spend more time in prayer, to seek him out in secret, to be more intentional about it. So what's he asking of you? I know he's asking you of something. I know he's not just silent on it. What's he leading you to do? What's he leading you to start? Remember, it's an unhindered gospel. Uh, in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 18, I, I want to show you how unhindered it is. Uh, Julie and I have had the privilege of being in Caesarea Philippi. Laura, Julie's is sang there uh, a song upon this rock, which was a Sandy Patty song. And I'm going to read it to you because it's all, it's all in there. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But you, he asked, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter chimed up. He answered, you are the, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Simon, uh, son of Jonah, you, uh, you are blessed beyond flesh and blood. Uh, you, you are blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. That came from the Father, uh, but my Father in heaven. 
And I also say to you that you are Peter, you are a rock, and I will build. Uh, and and on this rock I will build my church. And here's this part: and the forces of hell, Hades, will not overpower it. You see, it's unhindered. I want you to see the picture that it's unhindered. Uh, Robert Coleman said this. And I just want to read it to you slowly. It said, despite the assault of treacherous principalities of evil, his church will emerge victorious not merely surviving the assaults, but taking the offensive, gaining mastery over the enemy uh, until every foe is defeated or the hymn would say vanquished, right? However fierce the the battle is in this present age, his church will remain triumphant. I crave this as a pastor, that each of you would realize uh, how much you mean to the Father and how he wants, to, he wants to work in and through you to, to discover what he's gifted you to do and also to, to learn the power of the kingdom of God. It, and, and you do these things, and I know you're going to feel defeated and feel like a failure and it's not going to work. It's an unhindered gospel. I want you to hear it. Nothing's, I mean, from where it started till now, has anything stopped it? I mean, there's been Third Reichs try to start armies, nations, kings. Even hell itself has tried to stop the movement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what kind of gospel is it? Say unhindered with me. It's an unhindered gospel. And he's called that to you. And he will, he will use you and move you in an incredible way. I, I just want to get you with the Father. I want to get you in a spiritual rhythm. I want to get you in the rhythm with the Father's heart and watch what he begins. Listen, folks, our numbers are increasing of getting away from the church. They're not decreasing. That means you and I have got to engage with people as people reaching people. Who's God leading you to? Who's, who's he put on your heart and mind? You go after them. You bring them into the fold. We'll mature them. You go after and get more. Do you see that? We'll mature them. The church will mature them, and then we'll go and reach more people. Okay, you on board for that? It's a, it's a great God. Listen, and it's an unhindered gospel, um, and the kingdom of God is power. We're going to push that on, all right? God bless you. Thanks for being a part of today. We love you, and uh, remember uh, what we say to each other before we leave. Grace and peace. Make sure you live in both of them.